Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to tune into our program. Additionally, we are extremely thankful for your questions, your comments, and your encouragements. And should you have a question about today's program or maybe a program from the past, please contact me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. That's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And also, you know, if you need a Bible or or yours is worn out or, you know, just maybe looking for a new, more modern translation, please contact me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Email me your name and your address and I will get a Bible out to you free of charge, no obligation. I uh, promise you I won't do anything with your information but mail you that Bible. So again, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Our program this afternoon or early this morning, uh, I've been up late a lot lately, I should say. I've been up real late, haven't been uh, uh, under the weather a little bit and uh so some dynamics have changed uh, within my household for for other uh, personal reasons. And so I've been up very late a lot. And so um, it's interesting uh, when you begin to change and things start to change within the way you uh, do things. Uh, and in your everyday life, uh, your schedule that you have set and things that you've been used to begin to change completely. And so a lot of times we associate our, our changes and our frustrations and, and feeling down, um, with clouds. You know, clouds in the Bible, uh, are always associated with God, always, uh, throughout the Bible. But clouds are the sorrows, they're the sufferings, or maybe a, a, a provincial circumstance within our own personal life, uh, which actually seems to contradict the sovereignty of God. Many of us have things come upon us that have been unimaginable in just a short time before they begin to happen, and our lives are altered, and we begin to... Uh, face things that we never in a million years would imagine that we'd even have to think about or contemplate. And so it is through these very clouds that the Spirit of God begins to teach us to walk by faith. This is how we learn through these things. And so if there were never any clouds in our life, honestly, we may have no faith. What would your faith be tested on? How would you, what would you be having faith about? And so in Nahum 1.9, it's an interesting uh, book in the Old Testament, an interesting scripture that says the clouds are the dust of his feet, referring to uh, the creator. They are a sign that God is there. And remember, many times in the scriptures during Moses' time and, and things that happened with the Israel of old and with God's people, there were clouds that let God's uh, presence be known as well. And in Revelation 1-7, it says, Behold, he is coming with clouds. Interesting choice of words, right? So, Remember, they're a sign that God is there. And so what a revelation it is to know that sorrow and bereavement and suffering are actually the clouds that come along with God. 
God can't come near us without clouds. He does not come always in clear, shining brightness. Now, it's is it not true to say that God wants to teach us something in our trials? Trials are very important in our life for our education in every learning. But through every cloud he brings our way, he wants us to unlearn something, right? His purpose in using the cloud is to simplify our beliefs until our relationship with him is exactly like that of a child. And, you know, we've had that discussion so many times that that is how God is looking for us to approach him and react with him. 100% trust. A relationship simply between God and our own souls and where other people are but shadows. Now, until other people become shadows to us, clouds and darkness will be ours every once in a while. We have to we have to come and understand that, especially when we have deep personal tragedies and things in our life. The last thing that we want to do is step back and, and get into a pity party about, you know, our lives aren't turning out exactly the way they should or I expected to go into my golden years this way or that way. What we need to do is be thankful to God in every circumstance, not only for the blessings. We shout out the blessings continually, but do we thank God for the chastisements? It's very important that we understand that because the Bible makes it very clear that God chastises everyone that he loves in no unmistakable terms. That is that is clear throughout the scriptures. And there is such a defining purpose to that education. And even of the son, it says the son learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Can you imagine just trying to wrap your mind around that scripture in the case of God's only son, Jesus Christ, that he had to learn obedience through the things that he suffered? Ah. But yet, we need to learn obedience. We need to learn to submit to God's will. And the sooner we do, it doesn't mean that God's going to make everything a bright and shiny day all the way through the rest of our lives. But it means when we face those cloudy days, God is there, lifting encouraging, giving us strength and wisdom beyond our own abilities. And that is so crucial to understand. Again, remember, in God, his purpose in using the cloud is to simplify our beliefs and our relationship with him in exactly like that of a child. A relationship simple between God and our own souls. I think that is so crucial that we understand those things. In our relationship with God, becoming more simple is the key. And that's what we're working towards. So often the relationship that people talk about with God and what is shared is made to be very complex. Very, very complex. And it isn't complex. The complex is, is when we overthink. The complex is, is when we worry. The complex is when we doubt and begin to step away and rely on our own understanding. And the Bible says, don't rely on your understanding. No. Trust in the Lord. Trust in Jesus Christ. Let me say this. There's a strange connection between uh, providential circumstances allowed by God and what we know of him. And we have to learn to interpret, in a way, the mysteries of life in light of our knowledge of God. We do look at decisions that we're making and things that are coming at us to 
uh, what's that thing that we bar- barely ever use? Oh, the conscience. That, that little thing that God created into us that says, maybe we should contemplate this a little longer before running headlong into this to make sure that this is what God has intended for us to do. And so until we come face to face with the deepest and darkest fact of life, without damaging our view, think about this, without damaging our view of God's character, we do not yet know him. And that's something that we need to do. That's something, a direction we need to go in. It is 100% trust. Faith is the knowledge of what is not seen and the belief of what has not yet come. Let us believe deeply and have faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as he promised. Yet we are in the world. We're not of the world. And do not fear the world because he has overcome the world. And they were fearful as they entered the cloud in in Luke 9, 34. And I'll ask you this. Is there anyone in your cloud except for Jesus? And if so, it'll only get darker until you get to the place where there is no one anymore but only Jesus Christ. Look up Mark chapter 9, verses 8 and 2 through 7. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to our program. Again, I want to thank you for all your encouragements as you email me with your uh, feelings on the program and what it means to you and maybe what it's helped you to do. It is, I am very, very appreciative of those uh, uh, comments and uh, please keep, keep letting me know, keep sharing with me what you need. And that's very important to me. Uh, Sharing the gospel is very near and dear to my heart. And I am just so thankful to the Town Square Media Group and all my friends there at Town Square Media for allowing me to do this program week after week and sharing the gospel this at this early hour. And so, again, if you have any questions about this program or a program from the past or maybe something you'd like to hear talked about in the future, please contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As we continue with the second segment of today's program, a word comes to mind. The first segment we talked about the clouds and, and what the clouds are often a reference to throughout the scriptures. And while there are many meanings, and it's used in, in for different things at different times, um, the the clouds the reference that we're using today um i think are very appropriate in the sense of uh the description of showing our sorrows and sufferings and our circumstances either within or or without our personal life um and those clouds seem to be directed at trying to get us to be in contradiction to to our holy father and that we don't want to that we don't want to be. We want to be in line. We want to be in God's will. We want to have submitted our lives and so that the Holy Spirit can fill us completely. 
Disillusionment. Mm, there's an interesting word, disillusionment, right? Uh, I've heard there's a teaching of disillusionment. Dis <laughs> you can say it many three times in a row, uh, disillusionment. But it means having no more misconceptions or false impressions and false judgments at life. It means being free from these deceptions. However, though no longer deceived, our experience of disillusionment may end up actually leaving us cynical and overly critical in our judgment of others. Our judgment of others, isn't that an interesting couple of words? Number one, we're not supposed to be judging others, right? We're supposed to be looking in the mirror. We're supposed to be taking the plank out of our own eye before we reach to grab the speck out of our brothers. But disillusionment that comes from God, aha, there's the caveat here, brings us to a point where we really see people as they are. Listen, there's pretenders everywhere. There's people that put on an air of aristocracy, an air of being better, better educated, uh, above all the rest of us. Uh, and so much of that, I will tell you, um, is baloney. In God's eyes, it doesn't matter if you have one dollar or you're the richest man on the face of the earth. Your material goods, your education, none of those things change your value and how much God loves you. Not one thing, none of it. None of it goes to the grave. The only thing that goes with us after death is if we have chosen the path of faith and have done the best of our lives to follow what God has directed us to do, submitting our will to his, and we find ourselves after our eyes close and open again in an eternal kingdom of peace where he says there will be no more war, no more sickness, no more death in all my holy mountain. That's the world that I wait for. That's the kingdom that I want to be uh, in, and that is the kingdom that I am a citizen of, and my king is Jesus Christ. Now, however, again, I was saying, our experience might, this experience of delusion, uh, disillusionment might actually leave us cynical and being overly critical in our judgment of others. But when we see that God brings this to us, we can see people as they really are, yet without any cynicism or any stinging or bitter criticism. We will love them and embrace them, regardless of who they are or what their standing in life is. Many of the things in life that afflict the greatest injury, grief, or pain end up stemming from the fact that we suffer from illusions, right? We're not true to one another as facts. We're not seeing each other as we actually are. We're only true to our only misconceived ideas of one another. Let us put this aside. We are only true to our misconceived ideas of one another. And according to our thinking, everything is either delightful and good or it's evil, malicious, and cowardly. That's how we see things. Hmm. Yet God has a better plan for us. That we're to brace, embrace each other. Love one another. Lift each other up. Don't judge anyone. Refusing to be disillusioned is a cause of much suffering in human life. When you step back and you take a look, what is our suffering? And this is how the suffering happens. If we love someone but do not love God, 
There's a critical thing of loving someone and loving God in that picture. What happens is, is we demand total perfection and righteousness from that person. And when we don't get it, we become cruel. We become vindictive. And yet we are demanding of a human being something of which he or she cannot possibly give us. There is only one being, only one who can completely satisfy to the absolute death of the hurting human heart. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our Lord is so obviously uncompromising with regard to every human relationship because he knows that every relationship is not based on faithfulness to him. And when we're not based in faithfulness to him, it ends in disaster. Our Lord trusted no one. He knew men's hearts. And he never placed his faith in people. Yet at the same time, think about this. At the same time, he was never suspicious or bitter. He knew what Judas was going to do. He knew Judas's heart of betrayal, yet he didn't treat him with bitterness or suspicion, did he? I'm sure his holy heart hoped that Judas would be different, as he hopes for all of us. And remember this, our Lord's confidence in God the Father and in what God's grace could do for anyone was so perfect in him, so built in him, so perfected in him that he never despaired. He never gave up hope for any person. And if we understand and trust Jesus implicitly. We'll come to know that if our trust is placed in human beings, we'll end up disparaging everyone. But if we settle back in and trust God, we will love everyone. And that's, that's my hope for you. That's my hope for you as we sit here today, this Saturday morning, thinking these deep thoughts about who we are, where we come from, how are we in in a relationship with others? How can I ever trust anyone when our faith and trust is placed in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? We will never, ever be disappointed. So my hope for you is that you'll continue these uh, to look these up and follow through with this train of thought so that as you submit your will to God, so that the Holy Spirit fills that place within your soul that is only made for him, you will come to have such an intimate relationship with the creator of the world and be embraced so deeply and loved so deeply that all longings and cravings will only be for him. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. The Biden administration says it's ending strict asylum limits created as a pandemic response that were put in place by the Trump White House. The Centers for Disease Control will end its Title 42 authority next month, a public health order that denied entry to asylum seekers during the pandemic. The program's end is likely to greatly increase the number of migrants trying to cross the southern border, and the Biden administration says it is planning for a secure, orderly, and humane process. Fox is Jared Hell.
Halpern. Ukraine's president says that this is what his country really needs in its war against Russian invaders. If we don't have heavy weapons, uh, how can we defend ourselves? How can we fight against one of the strongest armies in the world? Volodymyr Zelensky heard through a translator in an exclusive interview with Fox's Brett Baer Friday. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny today, high 56. Cloudy tonight, a shower in places later on, low 39, and a shower in the area tomorrow. Otherwise cloudy in the morning, occasional sun in the afternoon, Sunday's high 59. Patchy clouds tomorrow night, low 35. Mostly sunny Monday, Monday's high also 59. I'm AccuWeather's Sally Sherman on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. We're already in our third segment of today. And the time really does fly when you enjoy what you're doing. And I enjoy sharing the gospel with you. If you have any questions about today's program or you would like a free Bible, please contact me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And I will send you a Bible free of charge. And again, we just thank you for your wonderful comments and your wonderful questions. And again, you're listening to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Wow. What a great subject we're talking about today. Um, I'm so excited about it, you know, uh, seeing about the clouds and what that those biblical references are and uh, disillusionment. That's uh, that's really quite something, isn't it? Disillusionment. (laughs) Who could imagine that in that one word, all of those things would be associated? Now, the next question in all of this, as we understand what these things mean and how we're to direct our thoughts and our actions towards God and our obedience. And again, this is something that I say all the time. I share, you know, we talk about, I love God. I love God. I love God. And Jesus says this, there's a caveat to loving God. There's a caveat to loving Jesus. And it says, if you love me, you will obey me. So obedience is directly tied to whether we love him or not. That is the action by which our love is manifest. Because just the words rolling out that I love need to be followed up by action. Right? And obedience is that action. And obedience can be in the submission in, in submitting and, and humbling. Those are such important things to do. That's who God looks for, a humble and contrite soul. Here's a fantastic scripture in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 4. And it says, let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. How do we become entirely his? How do we do that? Obviously, the step when we say, I want to be saved, Christ, Lord, I accept the blood that you shed upon the cross. What are we doing? We're submitting at that point since we've uttered the word verbally, verbally, we've verbalized this and thought it in our minds and in our hearts. Now we're going to obey and we are going to begin to humbly submit to God's will in place of ours. Boom. There is no other way. Now, many of us appear to be all right in general. You know, you look at this, you look at that, you think, oh, man, that's, that, they're all right. They're okay. But there's still some areas in which we are often so careless and we're often lazy. And it's not a matter of sin all the time, but the remnants of our carnal sin that tend to make us careless. Ooh, carnal sin. Ooh, where are we going with that, Dan? Carelessness is an insult to the Holy Spirit. We do not want to be careless. 
we should have no carelessness about us, either in the way that we worship God or even in the way that we eat and drink. Because when we become careless in eating, we become a glutton. If we become careless in the way we drink, we become a drunkard. So carelessness is an important thing to tend to, right? Not only must our relationship to God be right, but the outward expression, here we go, there's an action to follow the words, but our outward expression of that relationship must also be right. The outward expression. Those are things that people can see. Not an act. No, no, no. Not an act. That doesn't fly with God. Unfortunately, so many of us do do that. We put on an act and people see us in public as this person. And when no one's looking, the real us emerges. But brothers and sisters, God sees us always. There is nowhere we can hide, no mountain too high, no sea that it's too low. There is nowhere in the universe that God's presence is not. So when we're doing this, we really, again, let me say that again. Not only must our relationship to God be right, but the outward expression of that relationship must also be right. Ultimately, God won't allow anything to escape. And every detail of our lives is under his scrutiny. What do you mean, Dan? I mean every detail. God's not looking to change the personality that makes us as an individual. What God's looking to improve and change and have us become is our personality in an outward expression of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is going to be dwelling in us. This is what you desire. Because there is a place that God created within all of us that we continue endlessly to try to fill with entertainment, pornography, vacations, you name it, material goods, anything that you can think of, everything but what God has created it to be a place, a sanctuary within us for someone special to dwell. The Holy Spirit. That is the goal. And that's what we desire. So again, ultimately, God's not going to allow anything to escape. Nothing. Every detail in our lives is under his scrutiny. And God will bring us back in countless ways to the same point over and over again. If we are truly walking in faith so that we learn. We are taken through the fire. We are chastised, and we have to be as thankful for the blessings as we are always so thankful for the blessings. We have to be as thankful for the chastisement because they lead to the blessings. Ooh, Dan, that's heavy. It isn't heavy. It is a very light burden that God asks of us because he says, I'm going to help you through it. It is when we lay the burden on themselves thinking, I'm not going to bother God about this one. I can handle this one. And we find ourselves upside down in such turmoil that we can't even imagine how we got there in the first place. But we must trust God. And I will tell you, never tire, and he never tires. God never tires us uh, bringing us back to the point until we learn the lesson. Because, brothers and sisters, his purpose is to produce the finest 
product, the purest element, the purest precious soul filled with righteousness. That's God's desire for you. That's what God wants for you. Now, sometimes a problem may arise from our impulsive nature. I, I have no impulsive nature. All right, let's talk after you go shopping this week. All right? <laughs> I have no impulsive natures. I will tell you I have impulsive natures. But again and again, with the most persistent patience, God continues to bring us back to that one particular point. And if he didn't, we'd find that the problem may be idle and wandering thinking. Right? Or our independent nature and self-interest. Ooh, ooh, that's a baddie, right? Now I see what you're saying, Dan. This is I see where this path is following. So through this process, God is trying to impress upon us one thing that is not entirely right about our lives. Because as he refines us and he refers to us like precious metals or like gold and silver, and we are refined until the dross and the impurities are removed from us completely. Wow. Again, through this process, God is trying to impress upon us one thing that is not entirely right in our lives. And we've been having a wonderful time in our studies over the revealed truth of God's redemption. And our hearts are perfect toward him. And his wonderful work in us makes us know that overall we are right in him. And here's what the Bible says. Let patience have its perfect work. The Holy Spirit speaking through James says, now let your patience become a finished product. Beware of becoming careless over small details of life and saying, oh, that I will have to do for now. Whatever it may be, brothers and sisters, God will point it out with persistence until we become entirely his. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we'll be right back after this. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. First Bank, our first thought is you. We put you first in all we do. Community banking for a century. We treat you like your family. Whatever you need, whatever you dream, let's make it a reality. Ocean First Bank, putting you first. When your dream is building a new home, we offer mortgage options designed with your convenience in mind, like combining your construction and permanent loan into just one closing, saving you time for the really fun stuff, like planning that housewarming party. Whatever you need, whatever you dream, let's make it a reality. Ocean First Bank, putting you first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, welcome back to the final segment of today's program. Again, time really does go quickly when you enjoy what you're doing. If you have any questions about today's program, please contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. Again, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. What a great series we have this uh that we've been talking about today and sharing all of the different things that God is sharing with us. And it's so exciting. Now, one of the things that we need to do as we empty ourselves and fill, allow ourselves to be filled, we submit, we surrender, and we're filled with the Holy Spirit. What, what happens? Well, we need to learn his ways. And sometimes his ways are diametrically opposed to our ways. And we can't always see that very clearly. And so there's a scripture in Matthew, the gospel, the first gospel of Matthew in the New Testament, chapter 11, verse 1. And it says this, and I paraphrase a little bit. When Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. In other words, he told them something to do. Now, here's an interesting thought. Think about it. Let this process in your mind for a minute. He comes where he commands us to leave. Well, that's, that's heavy. That's, that's deep, right? What is that about? Learning about his ways is something to understand his ways. And we need to put our ways aside. And as we continue, you'll see there'll be a little more clarity to this. And if you stayed home when God told you to go because you were so concerned about your own people there, then you would have actually robbed them of, of Jesus Christ's teaching, of him teaching them. Let me say that again, too. If you stayed home when God told you to go because you were so concerned about your own people there, then you actually robbed them of the teaching of Jesus Christ himself. He's saying, how can that possibly be, Dan? I, I, I just want to serve. When you obeyed and left all the consequences to God, the Lord went into your city to teach. But as long as you were disobedient, you blocked his way. Wow. Here's the problem. We have to watch where we begin to debate with him and put what we call our duty mm, into competition with his commands. You have to be cautious not to think or say this in your heart. I know that he told me to go, but my duty is here. Because what that simply means is that you don't believe that Jesus means what he says. And believe me, Jesus means what he says. Here's another thing, to, another deep thought. He teaches where he instructs us not to teach. Wow. In Luke 9.33, the apostle said, Master, let us make three tabernacles. They wanted to do something. They wanted to be part of something. They wanted to get involved in something that was, saying, that was about to take place. Here's my question. Are we playing the part of an amateur trying to play God's role in the life of others? Ooh. 
Are we so noisy in our instruction of other people that God cannot get near them? Ooh. This is a lot of people are stepping back right now and saying, oh, I see. When we become certain that God is going to work in a particular way, he will never work in that way again. Trust not in your own understanding. Can't say it enough. Here's another one. He works where he sends us to wait. Deep, right? In Luke 24, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verse 39, he tells, he says, tarry until, right? In Psalms 37, 34, he says, wait on the Lord and he will work. But here's a very important caveat. Don't wait sulking spiritually or feeling sorry for yourself just because you can't see one inch in front of you. Please. Are we detached? Think about this. Are we detached enough from our own spiritual fits of emotion to do what? Psalms 37, 7. Wait patiently for him. Does our anxiousness Try to have us head out ahead of God. Waiting is not sitting with folded hands doing nothing, but it is learning to do what we are told. I want to read that again. Waiting is not sitting with folded hands doing nothing, but it is learning to do what we are told. I will tell you, this is a, a discussion I've had with some young people over and over and over again as we talk about things and talk about work and where we should go and what we should do. And when something doesn't happen or want, something is finished, wait patiently for your next instruction. But you will find that so often waiting patiently is not something that young ones can always do. The reason I say these things and highlight these three particular uh, sentences the way that I did is because these are some of the facets of Jesus' ways that we rarely recognize. And I'll repeat the three of them again, and hopefully in your time you'll be able to study them a little more deeply because, you know, in one hour it is really uh, hard to get a, a, a good amount of information. I think that we always get to the point, but there is so much more that can be added and go along and learned and connected to so many other parts of the gospel. But the, the first one was he comes where he commands us to leave. And this is learning about Jesus' ways. This is learning about his plan. He teaches where he instructs us not to teach. Very deep. And he works where he sends us to wait. And again, so important to understand that waiting is not sitting with folded hands doing nothing but it's learning to do what we are told. And when we submit ourselves to Christ, when we submit ourselves to God's will, we have said, Lord, guide us, Lord, lead us, Lord, direct us in every way, shape, and form. And Lord, provide us with the wisdom, your godly wisdom, when we encounter things that we cannot understand or recognize so that we don't make a mistake. And when we feel weak in the midst of turmoil and trials, please, Lord, give us your supernatural strength to lead us through this. 
and God's examples through all throughout the Old Testament and the miracles that he performed from Moses parting to sea to the resurrection of our Holy Savior. All miracles to show that when we are patient and submit and listen to God, his will will be done. And the hard ways he will guide us through. He will give us what we need to accomplish his will. And just remember, these again, these short things are just some of the facets of our Holy Father's way that we rarely recognize. You've been listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I want to take the time to encourage you today to study your Bible, to go to a Bible-believing church and be involved. Reach out. Take part in something to lift you up and share with your brothers and sisters. We want to share that gospel. What is given to us is not for us to hold and hide, but for us to lift up high and share the goodness of God's love, his patience and his compassion, his mercy and his grace are endless. So please, please, please take time to pray. Take time to be involved with a Bible-believing church, and give your heart over to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless you all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.